0: Here on Anderson Street, it's all about provocative conversation at the dinner table. And you know this. So with this back and forth on the NCAA, and if it's a racket, as well as if athletes should get paid, we have joining us Kim, Jordan, Coca, and a little bit of my mom, MP. She leaves in the middle. It's fine, everything's fine. Is the show Ballers accurate? Possibly. Welcome back to the table. Um, I'm glad that you reminded me of the slavery thing because I didn't forget, but I'm tired. Athletes are slaves? No. No. Wow.
1: Oh shit. I, like
2: <laughs>
1: I didn't realize did we started.
0: That is That was a complete shock. That it was a unanimous no. I mean,
3: in, no. it, in its definition, it's just an easy no. Like. Okay, I but anything that's... in
0: their definition, communism is great in its definition. In action, yeah. it's a little dicey. I yeah, just
3: but, feel like when you talk about slavery, you're talking about. Like you have no, nothing is yours. And now that I think about that, maybe there are. There's not, <laughs> there are similarities, but it's nowhere near slavery. Like I think it's, an, it's offensive to people who were slaves to say that getting money to attend a school or if you're not on scholarship, walking on and choosing to play at a school, you have a choice. Slaves didn't have choices.
0: How about indentured servitude?
3: I still say
1: no.
0: no lie, Jay.
1: So, like, my thought process with this is we sign up for it. It's something we're passionate about. It's something we love. I think it's a little less fun when people's livelihoods depend on it. When your performance in, like, a time in your life when you don't really know what is going on, when you, with how you perform is, like, affecting livelihoods. Right. I don't think that's, like, that great and it makes the game a little less fun. So that wasn't
0: your particular situation, but teammates of yours, I'm sure, or in your life.
1: But I think when when we talk about an economy being created off of something that is like essentially free labor, like of course it's it's like a good thing that like Maryland and I'm sure other schools around the country are like, people are getting like a bigger like stipend or whatever for your rent and stuff like that but like it's just because like an economy was created around something that you didn't have to like pay for but like i don't think it's like indentured servitude i don't think it's like slavery i don't think it's anything like that it's okay. it's something like we're getting like for me it was like i'm getting a good education from a school that i believe the degree was worth it other people it's like i need the scholarship other people i love the game so much i don't need a scholarship I wanna walk on here because I get to say, I play for XYZ institution, and it's worth it. If it's not worth it, you're- But going you away. knew it would
0: take you at at least four years to get to that point.
1: 100%. So there,
0: there's there's time until you get to the end of the road for it to be considered worth it.
1: But all, of that, all of that time, like I, I did think about quitting sometimes. I'm like, why am I doing this? I'm gonna get the degree anyway. But
0: you, because you knew- But I,
1: I in my mind, I was like, you know what? This helped me get into the school. I owe it to the school. And it made, like, when I'm at the office and I don't really want to do what I'm doing, I'm like, you know what? I could have to go run sprints right now. (laughs) And life isn't that bad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, like, those experiences, like, it made me stronger. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think, like, employers Mm -hmm. like athletes, because they've been through the ringer. They've been yelled at. They have this collection of experiences that are unique to them and unique to athletes as a whole. That's why I like hanging around athletes. Because we've been through this shared common experience, this grind. What about for the athletes who don't intend to go to college for years? They're on a whole different playing field. Yeah. That's a whole other stratosphere of potential. So like you said earlier, Kim, the majority of money made by the NCAA in
3: schools are from two major sports. Mm-hmm. And the draw for those schools in the NCAA comes from the that type of athlete, which is excitement and winning in championships. Yeah. Yeah. So for those type of athletes, where the majority of the money is made, is it fair to say that it is an equivalent to modern day indentured servitude? I, I still feel like so. it's hard. So there's certainly likenesses, right? Like sure. I there's think gonna be the, the state, bottom yeah. line is I think I feel like we're all saying no because choice is involved. And, like, mm-hmm. and I think that's really the only reason. And I don't think indentured servants had a choice. They went into it with yeah, that yeah, choice.
0: They went into it with the choice. And which is why I said in this certain amount of time you wouldn't have like you could break your time at Cornell or your school and not get to the end of the four years under this, you know, guys that you're playing this sport, and maybe your experience would have been different. So I'm likening it to that. Like after seven years as an indentured servant, you were going to be freed, whether you were black or Irish. Which at the time it was it was Irish people in the beginning. But um, so that's what I'm likening it to. Is it the amount of time that you have to spend there, and then if it's extended, and if you're hurt, then that means you're not getting it anymore. We're taking it back so those are my similarities in my mind some slavery was the wrong but at at one
1: point like you love what you're doing like you're not you're not going to catch many college athletes who are like i hate like no one is like really like once you like sure there were times where i was like yo i hate basketball yeah here and there but then it's like after x amount of months after college i was like all right yeah i'll hop back in the gym like, normally it's like a little bit of time where you kind of can get over the emotional scarring and emotional damage that you went through or whatever whatever damage that you have from the sport. Where you can step back, take a deep breath, watch it on the TV, like it's like at, in, the I mean. in the beginning... In the beginning it's like something that you're like, yeah, I kind of, like I love this thing, like it's my passion, it's like, you're like North Star, whatever it is.
3: That's really interesting,
0: I I, I mean... And your experience is valid, of course, and legitimate. I feel like I know so many athletes, especially football athletes, that they hate it. They're resentful now. It's a different sport, it? different, and they have the C. What is that? What the hell is this called? Oh, the, the uh, CTE. Oh. CTE? Yeah. This it's different. Yeah. So I guess I could understand.
2: They I seem I to get. treat football players like we don't have any football players here. To I know talk about it, but um, <laughs> but I feel like that's almost. A whole different world. Yeah, yeah. Just because they really treat those athletes like gladiators, both in the professional leagues and every level above that.
0: And also on y'all's in y'all's sports and on y'all's teams, there's less people. And on a football team, there's so many um, that have to be attended to, paid for, kept healthy, etc. That taking away scholarship is like yes, like almost like I can't wait till we can take this scholarship away. You're hurt, <laughs> you know.
3: And I think, yeah, we could have a whole separate conversation that pivots onto the culture of toughness that comes with sport, right? And yeah. you know, what it means to be an athlete, mm-hmm. especially if I feel like it's worse for, for uh, male athletes in terms of like, suck it up. Like, mm-hmm. I did a whole, a mm. whole uh, essay on this in grad school about like the stresses and the pressures, the mental health issues that athletes face. Um, again, separate conversation. I'm gonna go back to the indentured servitude piece. I think, again- Bookmarks. Yes. Place it in my mind. <laughs> yeah. um, I do feel like, I mean, kind of in a sense, There, again, there's similarities. Right. Okay. We have to sign contracts. Right. When you go to play, you sign a one-year contract. Right. Your scholarship is for one year. You sign that contract, and based on what's in it, you have to show up to all of your, um, make sure you show up to your class. You have to maintain, a, I think it's a 2.0 GPA. Um, you can't receive compensation for certain things. So in that sense, yes, you are bound, once you sign on that dotted line, you are bound in the same way that somebody who, again, an adventure servant went into that contract to get to that end goal. Right, right? to get the end goal. And, and I think the same thing is here. We, we enter into these contracts to get to an end goal, whether right. that is for somebody like a Zion Williamson, whose end goal is to be a one-and-done NBA player and go make hella bread in, in one year, or if it's somebody like one of us who we know, those four years are all we're going to get, and we're trying to get the education out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just think it's it's different, but it's the same concept. right? Like I am agreeing to do this because yeah. I am going to get XYZ in return. But I still think we can't ignore the fact that what we're getting in return, I'm, I'm still not convinced, it, is enough. Yeah,
2: there's, yeah, totally agree with you well, there.
1: why would you go to a school where you don't think it's going to be enough?
3: No, I just mean as, like, as at, like, just the, like, the, <coughs> sort of going back to the compensation piece. Like, you know you're going to get an education, but beyond that, again, we're talking about those opportunity costs. We're missing out on, a, some people are missing out on a good chunk of things, and we can't get those back. And so how can the NCAA make it so that it is still worth our while to be there? Yeah,
0: when you're missing classes here, more than here and there. That seems like a lot. Like, and, and is it real? Like the funneling of putting students in the bigger D1 schools in like easier,
3: that shit happens, you know. How many right, like it's are family. <laughs> no, right, no shade to a family science major. But you know how many athletes just get pushed into correct because it's considered an easy and manageable major. Right, or communications. I'm a communications manager now, and I love it. But there are people who got pushed into that because it was the easy thing yeah. to do. You know, you're going to get maintain your GPA, and you know, you're going to get a degree.
2: Yeah, that's real. Yeah, I think a lot of people. It's hard because I'm sure if we had like people from you know representing more sports and whatever there'd be a bigger cross-section like, no, it's absolutely worth it. I feel like I got everything and more and whatever. It's, um, it's I wonder how much of mine. I have met anyone like that. Oh, oh well, uh, to be like, honest, neither have I. It's just <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> it's like, you want to like
0: provide maybe, the option maybe, like but. Like maybe
2: that exists somewhere. Yeah. Um, you know, like at my school, like there was no prestige attached to it. I think I actually yes, got no, a, lot so of, a lot of dirty looks from, from other students for work, you know. Because you were an
0: athlete in an academic school.
2: Yeah, well, I'd wear my sweatpants to, to class right after um, practice, and and you know at, when I first got to campus, I'm like, oh my god, this is right. like the movie, right? Yeah, and then I got there, and then, all, and then every I went to school Washington D.C. Everyone right. I knew was was going to their Capitol Hill internships after class, so they're all there in their in their you know their suits and heels yep. and stuff, and yep. I get this like, derision. Mm, yeah. yeah, it's like I'm.
0: I'm trying Not to, um, i right. Got it. Yeah.
2: So, uh, you're 18, was, how important can you be? <laughs> uh, right. You know, but, but that's real. Yeah. So, I mean, like at, at least my school prestige wasn't part of it. And, you know, I'm sure for some people, just the, even people who, you know, play on a big team or a big name school or whatever, who maybe even never see the court or the field, like, even if they're walking on and and still have to give up all those things, maybe it's worthwhile to them just because like this is as far as you're, like I never dreamed I could get to this, and like even if I'm not playing, like I'm still associated with it, and that's pretty fucking rad, right? Yeah. Um, and maybe to those people, that's like that's enough for them. But you know, mm-hmm.
3: yeah, I think yeah. about people who go to like on the men's side, like the Dukes, the North Carolinas, the Kansases. Mm-hmm. On the women's side, who go to yep. UConn and know yep. that they're going to be the last last man on the bench. Probably could have been the, the, their state's uh, basketball player of the year, like solid, excellent mm-hmm, basketball players mm-hmm. could have gone to any school. Mm-hmm. But for them, it's it's not about sort of um, what so they're getting some more out of it than than just playing, right? Like they don't, it's yeah. not about them being on the court and them being it's the one that's almost an identity known, thing. Right, and about being something that's bigger and being able to say, even if they never touch that court, somebody at UConn might walk away, there are people at UConn that walked away with four national championship rings and nobody has any idea that they were even on the team. So there's something that goes with that too, right? Like yeah, 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 yeah. I think that takes a different type of person yeah. to be willing mm-hmm. to enter into something like that. Yeah.
0: That is interesting. I also think about, because in my light research, um, does anybody know like how the NCAA was started? I, I do.
2: Season <laughs> like this. I am you know? because
0: I think it's mad interesting. So, you know how earlier I said um, my favorite stat 39 of 50 states' top highest paid official is a collegiate coach. Okay, one. Two. In the 50s, NCAA was started because the word amateur had to be in it or whatever, and it was because there was a football player at a southern school. He was married, he died on the field. And his wife wanted to sue for workman's comp. And so they had to introduce the term student athlete in order to take the onus off the NCAA ever having to pay out for um, injurious, injurious or injurious? Injurious? Thank you, injurious um, reasonings and or death, which most certainly will come a bit more frequently with football. And then also if we think about, I think it was a few summers ago when all those kids in the South that played high school football were dying due to a heat, uh, heat stroke they and so on. Because,
3: mm-hmm.
0: right, yeah. um, and the NCAA has, oh, that's too bad. We'll get the next Talk kid. Right, so like, in talking about, I guess where I'm getting to <clears> is in talking about the compensation portion, what if you could unionize?
1: Also, Northwestern. Stri- or Correct. Really?
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Like I mean, that's a that's a thing. a thing that's happening. Yeah. Yeah. I you didn't know, it, know that. Yeah, the NCAA at any point in time has like ten lawsuits against it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like if that doesn't tell you something's off. Mm-hmm. I
3: don't know what does. No I thoughts. Even, yeah, Zero. Nothing. No, I think we do. I
0: just, we <laughs> oh. Right. <laughs>
1: I personally don't know, I haven't done my own research, so I'm not, like, flowing. in. Yeah.
3: You don't have what to concept? be. Like, yeah. Would you have liked to, like, if there was a union for student-athletes to be able
0: to, like... What if you could strike? How what do? if you could all not play at your championship and you guys were top-seeded? The fuck?
2: I mean, that'd be a super... I feel like if there was a union for my my sport and team at my school, it wouldn't even necessarily be against the NCAA. It'd almost be against the school itself because it's just like I mean, I was telling you about this earlier. Like, um, and, and this is actually probably. A, that same abdication of responsibility that NCAA performs, like, you know, Great like, word. we could, this isn't our thing because mm. we're putting a level of distance mm. between it, but, like, I would have joined my volleyball union, theoretically, and been like, why don't we get the same size locker rooms and our own ice baths like the basketball team? Mm-hmm. Like, the basketball team got all these resources for that program and, like, volleyball, you know, like, all the other sports got, like, the tiny little locker rooms and you know like the all the sec- the second rate compared to mm-hmm. the other bigger sports and just like hey like let's equalize the thing even though they were you know they were the faces of our They were bringing program. the money yeah. essentially. Yeah. But, yeah but I mean like they also never charged for volleyball teams so like maybe we would have in theory you know so right. it's it's that question of like where you pour your resources you know like where you water your flowers they grow right like maybe that.
1: Sometimes they don't. Yeah and then <laughs> they don't. That's yeah. why you have so many football <laughs> Coaches yeah. getting paid so much money and they don't like Price. Maryland with the uh, Under Armour, like, yep. like Under Armour jerseys, all that. Like, they yep. thought it would help Kevin bring playing, in more recruits, everything. And their football team still isn't doing that well, right? And they fired <laughs> yeah. the last coach and like they had to buy to bring on a new coach, that's and right. still Paying the last coach, right? Oh, <clears throat> yeah, because you got to pay yeah. out and finish your oh, yeah. contract. So, that was like, unaware of that. Double the money, <laughs> yeah. So, like, honestly, like, until like it really wouldn't affect. Just thinking how any big business, like NCAA is a big business, any big business until, Correct. until the revenue generators, start to cause problems. Like, they're cutting the sports anyway, the sports that don't make money, and they're happy with it. They're already doing that. Right. So until the main sports making money for those universities, those students would have to, collectively get together. Otherwise, they're like sweet. Right. We don't have to spend money on a ice bath for X, Y, and Z. Right. Not that it should be that way or shouldn't be that it way. Just is. It's just how it that's is. That's just what's happening. Until the money starts getting messed up.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's another thing, right? Like, even think about how I think in theory, we think about what's happening with the NFL, where they have tried to turn Colin Kaepernick's um, sort of protest into something that's it's not. It's not about the anthem. Um, and, and I've tried to weaponize that against NFL players who want to participate. I think in, in, in that weaponization then in turn makes people afraid because they're like, am I going to lose my sponsorships? Am I going to get cut for my team? I think you would face if, if you were trying to get the, the bigger named sports to participate in that, I think you it, it would be a struggle to sort of get them to see outside of there because at the end of the day, we're humans, right and what do we? What are we here for to survive? We're all trying to survive. And so if, if doing something is going to be, or standing up for something is going to be a threat to your survival, you're going to be hard pressed to find people who are going to come together to do it. Mm-hmm. If only this world would be a better place if people could just let go of their like. No,
0: but they can't. And mm-hmm. the, the point that you mentioned is fear. And what a wonderful time to be living in a fear-based society because that's all it is. It's all, that's the number one excuse, you know, mm-hmm. and it's, it's almost like a crutch. At this point, mm-hmm. I don't even know where that where that takes us. To be honest, that's a whole other conversation.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, like what Jordan said, I mean, that gets into the fact that like yeah, these coaches make so much goddamn money, and schools are sometimes in situations where somebody gets fired, and then they bring somebody else, and then something else happens. Whether there's a scandal like in Maryland, where you know the young man died on the right. field, and right. and the proper precautions were not taken, there was a whole investigation. When you talk about that, and your that guy, the coach, is now gone, but is still getting paid. But you've got a kid that died, Wild. a kid that died on your watch. But we're still going to pay that. We we cannot now associate ourselves with you because you have stained our university. But we're still going to shuffle you this money. Whereas when you're when you're talking about when we get into like NCAA transfer rules and you have people who are ready to leave institutions like Coca because it was not conducive to them and she did not leave to transfer to another school. But if you were doing that for sport, there's a shit ton of loopholes that you have to go through in order to even transfer. They can block your transfer if they want to. That happened to a girl at Kansas State. They, they held on to that girl. She hated it there, didn't want to be there. They can to...
0: block your transfer
3: though. They do not have to let you out of your scholarship. Hmm. It sounds a little-
0: that sounds a little sus yeah. going back to my <laughs> previous point where we just discussed semantics. But
3: yeah, yeah.
0: I did not know that that was
3: it's possible. And like, I don't know if this is still a thing, but like if you transfer in conference, so if I wanted to go from when, when I played I at Maryland, they were in the right. ACC. Right. If I wanted to go from Maryland to um, uh, I'm trying to pick a split don't hate. Um, oh, to <laughs> Tech. Uh, I oh. had to sit out two years. So you're talking about, you're, you are losing two active years. You're gonna get that's them even, back.
2: That's even if you transfer
3: out of your conference. Sorry, did you say the transfer year. in? Oh one yeah, year. One If year, you go out me. of conference, you have to sit out one year. Just kidding, if you go mom. in conference, it's two years. So you're talking about holding people. And again, if you're, I mean, it's not that they're not, they're taking care of you still, right? You're still getting paid, but we're talking about how is it fair But if you love what you do. Sure. If it how is it fair though that a coach immediately gets cut off and like take this money and leave you don't have anything to do with you if you want to leave our school though you have to you have to sit out 365 days
0: that's wild
3: like there, there's a there's a disparity in sort of the way that that athletes are managed and i understand it's done i believe as a protection right because uh jordan was mentioning the transfer rates now are like insane i think part of that has to do with like almost with like image and social media that the kids have now and also like oh we so live well. in a, i don't know anything about this we live in a culture where people kids want what they want now yeah. um, um and so i feel like if those rules weren't in place sure you'd have people being like in the middle of the season probably like i fucking this, it. Yeah. i'm out and so i think that's to protect against that but i think at the same time like the ncaa is real shifty when it comes to even sometimes, like I said, granting the transfers and um, in the way that the, the whole process goes for even getting a move mm-hmm. to leave a school.
2: Then again, those rules were in place long before. Like, we had this millennial, like, short attention span and gratification shift. Like, there was a girl on my team, the only setter we had, and she transferred schools, and it caused this like minor crisis. This is after I left the team, I'm still friends with everyone. Yeah, so that's caused, a crisis. Caused this, caused this like minor crisis. We only have one. The, this, again, not what? the best recruiter, okay. my coach. Um, so that's But, tough. like, she, you know, she transferred to a school on the other side of the country and couldn't play for a year. Um, but, you know, like, she thought about it for a long time, and that that was. Nine years ago, eight years ago? I mean, like that, I feel like the generation that's coming into, that's starting university now, like, yeah, the way our culture has shifted, probably a bit more instant gratification focused, but, like, those rules have been around for a long time.
0: So, but now there's more kids trying to transfer than there were before. There's more kids
2: trying to transfer and, and coming against the rules. Maybe that. before
0: there was some level of commitment <laughs> <laughs> uh, and understanding. Now everybody's non-committal AF. Yeah. Could
3: be. I guess I also
0: think about, yeah, yeah,
3: so something else just mm. came up. So also thinking about like recruiting and like when when uh, when there's recruiting violations, usually it's like a slap on the wrist, right. mostly. What's I mean, a recruiting like, violation? Um, well, so there's all these rules, right? Like you can only talk to players in like a certain. I think it's called what the open period. I oh, a time remember. frame. It's been yes, a yes, long yes. Ago. Um, different things like that, like. Um,
1: I can't buy certain things on campus, like you can buy a meal, but you can't go to the bookstore and get a hat, like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. With like separate. the money that the whoever's taking you around with, you're allowed to spend it on certain things, but oh, not other I
0: things. I was going here. Yes. Oh, okay. Go on, <laughs> okay. go on! Okay. <laughs> I, that's
3: a little bit separate, but so what I'm, what I'm thinking is like, when, when a coach commits a recruiting violation, usually that's not the end of their NCAA career, right? Like even if they do end up getting fired, like Rick Pitino, he's had several so right. he managed to finesse his way and continue to coach for a long time you talk about i think there was a kid at miami who just has been ruled i think ineligible for accepting like $500 mm. we're talking small yes, nominal, nuggets nominal in yeah. the big scheme of what people can get with that amount of money and people and students who have had their ability to get an education for free which might be the only way that they can get it taken away for accepting little bits of money and little Of which
0: they don't hits. understand that they can't. Like these kids probably don't even know that they can't have these things and they're hoping to finally rely upon some adult figure that's actually leading them in the right direction. And the adults are not. I'm thinking about going beyond that but towards like um, these agencies, like these agents and so on that start to hit up high school kids in advance and like will place them because of the money that goes into TV from conferences now, right? Like there was some demonopolization, like it used to be, I guess. Like sports TV was a one channel and now conferences can have channels, so like you can vie. And like that money goes toward these agents. So it's very imperative that the to-be student Pays for the lunch, and not the agent.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But the agent went to the ATM and got that money out for the kid to just pay for it. And because these kids' parents come, you know, from wherever they come from, they don't have anything. There's like, you know, advances to the parents, and they get this too. Because how do you get people to? You, bribery is like the oldest game in the book besides prostitution probably which <laughs> 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 <Same thing>? <laughs> <laughs> um, so like that that was what I was thinking of when you just brought up that point I'm because these cool kids cool get suspended before like even starting or they get so penalized yeah. and they don't know any better yeah. they're trusting in these adult figures that are not
2: looking after them for at
0: all it's yeah. laughable but what do they know I don't know what to do about that
3: yeah
0: it's a bigger,
1: bigger That's the only way time. Like those top schools can recruit for the talent. It's the only way.
0: Now, until it's changed, but you know, it. why would it be, I guess? I just think of like, did any of you watch? This is a left turn, sorry. But have you seen um, Icarus? Icarus, Icarus, Icarus didocu? I've heard of it. Wow, okay. So anyway, um, the it's Russian this quick docu, thing. yeah, the Russian, okay. the Russian, no, okay, nope, so, okay. So um, this guy is an amateur bike rider and he's like in his 40s and he wanted to dope um, after the Lance Armstrong situation. He's like, let me see if it really works and he went to the head of the Olympic committee or whoever the hell and the guy was like, actually I can't be part of this but let me give you someone else who can and, he- and it was the Russian head of the anti-doping campaign. And this amateur writer ended up in the absolute middle of a clear, like happening right now, revealing itself through this documentary, complete conspiracy of Russians never having an anti-doping, fully doping since the, the 50s Olympic games. I
2: mean, And now it's like I'm getting death threats and under like.
0: House oh, of- people were dying. I mean, it was total like what you see in Homeland and House of Cards, right? But remember in Sochi when all the, there was that moment where all the Russians were about to not compete? and then they all competed? And governments are involved in sports? Yeah. Okay, so like actually not surprising at all. Will the NCAA ever change for the better? Probably not. And especially since like like an entire country and one of like the sports conglomerates of the world doesn't actually get penalized either. So why would the NCAA, which is a money making machine? Yeah. So does the conversation ever end? No. <laughs> I killed myself, but, yeah. I've had too much coffee, or <laughs> 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 That's real though, I mean it's all,
3: cap- like, as long as capitalism is the way that we function, and it's, it's, yeah. it is a never ending cycle. Yeah.
2: It, it almost, you know, you almost, I wonder about how it relates to like child labor as well, just in the sense that you enter university when you're 18, 17 even, for some people, I don't... know. was so 17. Yeah, you were 17. Yeah, for a few months. Yeah, yeah. Um, technically, you're still a minor. When yep. you're when you're 18, like, something about the way our culture treats youth. Like, we still treat, we call that, what do we, what do we call it now? It's um, emerging adulthood, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, that period in college and shortly after where you're, like, figuring out how to adult, right? Yeah. Emerging adult, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, the idea being, like, oh, we, we, we never had home ec, I don't know how to cook, like whatever, like right. figure out all those things. Um, and so, you know, when you talk about young athletes getting recruited to the NCAA, like that they're still children, they're still minors at the time. Um, you know, a lot of them are signing legally, you know, like these legally binding contracts before their signature actually means anything in a legal sense. Um, and then as an adult having to Honor a contract they made that in any other situation would probably be void, Um, Mm -hmm. which is questionable, which is a weird thing. But then I I don't know, I'm not sure exactly what I'm trying to get at with that. But when you think of like all of the work that they had to put in to be to get to a a level of achievement in your sport to be recruited, right? You're like the best of the best, yeah. I mean, you know, at that, most of us, like, I definitely came in because I just loved it. I just loved the sport. And I did spend all my time doing it, all my free time. I wanted to do it. But there's also, you know, some of those, like, free kids who just show natural aptitude for it. And then they get groomed. And whether they, you know, like, I'm sure we all were selected by coaches and mentors and whatever. It's like, oh, this kid's going to be good. Like, let's give them some more things. Some more attention, I guess, but then, like, when you think about the kids who, you know, like those nine year olds in Texas who are getting recruited for football already because they're already big and stuff, and and they're like, oh, this kid's gonna be huge and really strong or whatever, like, that's a really weird and exploitative Yeah, gymnastics. Thing, if you think about it, yeah, gymnastics. You gotta
0: start at, like, you know, friggin' two
2: dancers. It's not a sport. Right, but, well, it's a sport. It's not a yeah. scholarship yeah. sport, yeah. Oh. things like that like right
0: but also <laughs> they're, they're i was like <laughs> wait okay obviously like comp tier which always surprises yeah no offense but like
2: it's they don't even like hit puberty
0: really because yeah. they have because you know gymnasts and dancers have to be so you know, I,
2: but so does
0: you it really ever end no
2: really <clears throat> yeah. yeah yeah but you know like you're putting in all this work as a kid and you're being coached there and you're probably doing it because you love it but like some you know very a small subsect of those children are like, this is going to be your ticket one day. And you put in the effort now and you theoretically reap the rewards later, but like you're signing a contract that you, again, in any other situation, like would be legally void. And then you have to like, then it feels like a potentially, if that kid grows up and isn't into it anymore, like that kind of feels like intentional of because that kid's been groomed his entire life to well, do lot this of that thing. A has
1: to do with the parents though.
2: Yeah, yeah. They Correct. Really
1: those crazy parents. Like. Correct. Dance moms. Out, sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't. Moms.
2: Yeah. yeah, I guess just more adults who should have been looking out for you, who shouldn't. I mean, I think that's a small group, but you know, I mean, like, it, it is, it it's does raise... A really? Group. Oh, never mind. That Crazy
1: is. parents, but like... Oh. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the like, parents are viewing their kids as a ticket to out of whatever situation that they're in.
2: Or, yeah. yeah.
0: And living in such a society where athleticism is the top of the top, imagine becoming instantly famous, like... I don't fucking know. LeBron, Kobe... Okay.
1: Uh, blah, blah, blah. Shabazz Muhammad, like, his dad is, like, he named all their kids, like, very, like, catchy names. Ah. Uh, really? So they're more marketable.
3: That's wild.
0: Who's the first one? Or not. It just honestly I'm, sounds I'm very American sure, yeah. to me. not like a very American He
1: thing, went yeah. to uh, UCLA and then was on oh. the Timberwolves for a little bit. Okay, he was, yeah, like, yeah. a number one high school recruit. Yeah. Jeez. But fact check me on that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We don't have a producer doing that yet, but when we do, we'll be able to have that instantaneous Joe Rogan-esque fact-checking one day.
3: But I think, I like what you were saying, Koga, because like, yes, these are kids, right? And to me, what's frustrating about the NCAA, again, getting back to like when there's penalizations for things that you have um, inappropriately accepted if you have violated a, 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 an NCAA rule, at the end of the day, I think there's a lack of understanding that you are dealing with people who are, whose brains are still forming, who are still figuring out what is right and wrong and up and down in this world. So the fact that we are, that the NCAA treats student athletes as if we are these fully formed human beings who should know better about every little rule in that book, it's unreasonable and it's unrealistic. And it
2: becomes unfair. Especially because the rest of our society infantilizes us through that whole process. and. You know, and it's a whole different thing. Correct. But you know, they take all these decisions out of your hands. Like I had to go to study hall. I didn't want to go to study hall. I had to go six hours a week and and sit in a basement and Uh, like ignore the the one tutor. Like Mm -hmm. there's like all these rules that we had to follow. (laughs) Like my time wasn't my own. I couldn't go to parties um, or anything while I was a student athlete. And it's just like, but I'm technically an adult. Right. I didn't, I'm not even getting paid to do this. And I'm still following, why am I still following this rule? I left, you know. But not everyone has that, not everyone has that option.
0: So should it be student and athlete? Like,
2: separate? As in, you choose one. Ooh, I feel
0: like
1: Wait, the why most. Can't, so why can't you be a student athlete with better compensation? Why is that off? Why can't
0: you be a student athlete with more time to be in the classroom and not Does have to be on the road?
1: Not be on the road? Yeah. Well, that takes away from the athletic competition that's making the money. Right, so could it be separate?
3: I say no only because, like we talked about, there's such a small percentage of people who go from being student-athlete to professional. There's only oh, yeah. so much space for professional athletes, right? And so you think about the number of student-athletes there are, it's insane, who knows? Um, and so to to have a separate track for people, I think would, would be setting a lot of kids who have a false sense of their yeah. s- skills and abilities up for failure. I That's can't tell point. you how many... I think, again, more common for, for male athletes, because they're the ones who have professional um, associations that actually make the money. Mm. Um, but how many you know, of my football player friends or basketball player friends were thinking that this, they were going, this was yeah. a pit stop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, time. right, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Football, broke. for sure. And it's a it's a terrible thing to, to to get tricked into that line of thinking and so again i think by setting that track up, you have and also probably too getting back to parents you also probably have parents pushing their kids into that athlete track because they're hoping right that something turns out right from it right and we get a person who like jordan who decided that like i'm going to instead of picking a scholarship school i'm going to the school to get the best education i can because that is for me what's going to increase my earning power over time so i think like i think separating them just doesn't make sense and you're you're, you're going to be left with um basically being incapable to function in this world i feel like a bachelor's degree now is like a damn high school diploma correct like, get, having a bachelor's i feel behind a much
2: more expensive high school correct, diploma.
3: and it doesn't differentiate you when you're in the yeah. field unless mm-hmm. it's in some super niche mm-hmm. thing and so mm-hmm. um again i think it just comes down to like what is going to make you money is athletics really going to make the majority of people who are playing them money no
2: i have one question that, i don't really i it but the varies between how male athletes and student, or male athletes and female athletes are treated in terms of priorities as women have you guys Felt that at all, and what do you think we can do to solve that? And there's a big debate and conversation about like WNBA players and like soccer football players who aren't being paid as much or aren't being paid attention to as much when they're doing the exact same thing and reaching the exact same level of excellence. Or higher if you're playing women's professional soccer in the U.S. Yeah, consistently excellent. Yeah. So yeah, like, I mean.
1: Especially at practice at 5 (laughs) a.m. But
3: keep it funky, that's legit. Like, you get, go ahead.
2: I feel like it's, if I'd played a sport that had an equivalent men's team, I think it would be easier for me to notice. But, like, I never played it for a club or a school, whether it was high school or college, that also had a men's volleyball team, because I feel like that's where you notice the big disparities, right? So, like, but I, um, I, you know, I roomed with a gymnast, like, I lived with another volleyball player and a gymnast, and we were, all the athletes were friends of my school, so, mm-hmm. like, we all talk, mm-hmm. and, you know, we're all good friends with the, with the basketball players, and, like, that was big big moneymaker for our school, sure. so women's and men's basketball were the two big things, and the women players were pissed all the time, because, like, you know, there's, they're, they're they're still getting, like, the better resources and the better locker rooms and, you know, like, the nicer buses for travel and all that stuff yeah. than all the other sports. But compared to the men, it's still, like, they still were getting the short end of the stick. So sport to sport, I can't really compare, um, you know, but, like, you, you notice those, those things. Like, I'm sure you had a, a different experience because you did, you did see probably mm. up close.
3: So playing women's basketball in a major D1 program like we had basically everything right you know, yeah got, it, was, <laughs> it was good it was good yeah. but the men's everything the men have is a touch above like right even right now like they have a whole separate film room with like movie theater style seats and like a right. giant screen um like you know we had our own training room we had all our own stuff I feel like you feel you felt it more when when we would go and how um, how supported you feel by people outside so yeah. and by students in particular i would be pissed every time I would go to LeMensia. For a majority of the time that I was at Maryland, okay. our men's program was not as good as the women's was. They weren't yeah. bad, but we just did better. We were consistently a top, that is yeah. correct. typically a top 15, top yeah. 10 team every yeah. year, yeah. and our student section would have like 30 people in it.
2: i do. go to what, yes. We had a Hummus guy who showed up to my matches, <laughs> and I couldn't remember any of my friends ever going to a Oh You just take oh, the
3: yeah, where you can get it, but to me, the most frustrating thing is like, getting back to the fact that like, People look at women playing sport and they're like, this is bullshit. This right. is boring. There's no there's no respect for it. And you see it even getting back to the WNBA. Yeah. I've got several friends that are in the WNBA. And like, I did a lot of like, um, whenever I could in school, like, a lot of people think that the WNBA makes similar money to the NBA. Oh, like, you guys are out of your damn mind. Aren't life? most <laughs> of them
2: like teachers and like have a bunch yeah, of other jobs? Another job. so,
3: um, I feel like maybe like. In the past, that has been the case. A lot of them play overseas now, and that's where the money is. Like, you can make a shit ton of money if you're a woman if you go overseas, if you're in a top league. Um, but I feel like um, just sort of there's this idea. If you, like, hop on Twitter, and, if you, you know, there's a wild Twitter i wild, wild, wild west out there. <sighs> got to figure But if you hop out. in, you, like, Look up a WNBA hashtag or just like, you know, search WNBA. You see so much shit talking from dudes that have never played a fucking sport in their life. Sitting on their asses right, typing right, right, about right. how boring it is to watch women play sports. That's incredibly frustrating. and I've never been a professional athlete, but even at the college level, incredibly frustrating to have people undermine something you have devoted your entire life to and have excelled at. Like, we're not, we're yeah. good at what we do, or else we wouldn't be here. And so, Um, I think you see it most in the way that society treats you, Um, and and to me, it always makes me laugh because you have some of the world's best male athletes who are always the ones being like, y'all need to be paying attention to what these female, these women athletes are doing, and it's, again, the people who've never played, Mm -hmm. aren't familiar with the sport, don't even have the history on it being like, "Ah, fuck that, it's bullshit, like, you guys don't deserve the same things that they deserve. Why don't we just get rid of the WNBA? though, one thing I'll have to say is one time I saw this really great, it's, not, It's. I feel like it, I can laugh at it, but like, somebody did a, a video game, like a video game simulation of what, like if they had like a WNBA, what is it, NBA 2K, like a WNBA 2K, yeah. and it was just like, very old school, like, almost Pac-Man 80 style video game, of like, <laughs> 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 like, that shit's funny, but like, it's sad that people really think that like, that's yeah. all the sport is.
2: Yeah.
0: That was also a really great point that I just feel like I'm too tired to now discuss. But like, college athletes being in games and not getting paid for, well, or or yes, getting paid for that, change. but the NCAA still not compensating <coughs> more. I don't know. It's just mad interesting
1: all the ways that college athletes can yeah. get paid. They changed those no more. Oh, yeah, they changed that a few years ago. That was smart.
0: So and was probably necessary. Explain that. How did they change it?
1: Like, they can't, like, they like, NCAA, like, football, like, NCAA Live or whatever it was. Um, like, you used to be able to, like, when Gravis was at Maryland, like, you could play, like, as Gravis. What, like, what a time they, to be at Maryland. Take, whenever
3: I played any sort of football game or NCAA, I don't even think they even had NCAA basketball. Oh yeah, they did
1: but yeah. it was always it was never name based it was always number based it was number based right yeah, that's how they got around it. with the players sh- and their like their likeness sh- and all that still there but yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure they don't yeah. have like yeah. any more video yeah, games for NCAA. NCAA right cause that, that was right? brought up
3: so to me what's wild, what's wild about that is instead of just compensating the people that They're were in bad. the game Why they, they got rid of the game right like, we don't want to pay you so bad that we're just cut it that's crazy
2: that's
1: nuts well I mean and then you look at what uh, Lavar Ball was trying to do, and he yeah, was like, "Look, instead of station. instead of y'all going to yeah. instead of y'all going into college, you can come play for my league. We'll pay you." And what did the NCAA say? You guys can now uh, you guys can declare for the draft as long as you don't pick up an agent. Then you can return to school. So it's like people doing things like that, where it's like giving a viable option. That's how the change actually gets, because it's gonna start messing yeah. up their money.
0: Right, mm-hmm. nothing like monopolies out here. Right.
3: People
2: gave Capitalism him. No,
0: yeah. I didn't know about that. <laughs> right, well, right.
3: Mm-hmm. People gave him so much shit, right, about doing that. When What he did was put yeah, his yeah. foot on the, on the um, NCAA in the, NBA, the NBA's net to be like, look, like, y'all have more options than just this. And I think that's the thing. Like, right now, there's like basically, if you want to play sports in college, there's, there's one, option. one option to do it. When you was LeVar to,
1: Ball? Like, this was 19. Oh, yeah, okay. A year or two ago.
3: Was not in the states.
0: So you
1: got it. Check me on all this.
3: That's fine. It
0: wasn't. It wasn't a decade ago when we were when no, I, we were in school. Oh, it was no, no. very recently. Exactly. I wasn't here. Yeah. Exactly. I have My no son idea.
3: That was, played at UCLA for one year mm-hmm. and is now in the NBA. He had a younger son that was at UCLA. Did he end up leaving? He yeah. There I mean, he, he pulled yeah. that son out of UCLA and his one son that's still in high school took them out of school, brought them to Lithuania to play professionally. Yeah. It, it was a lot. So, for, of course, for a lot of people, we think like the right path is what you go to college, you get your education, you do it the right way, which mm-hmm, is the NCAA yeah. way. So it was so left field to see this, especially this black man being like, "No, like you predominantly white institutions are are not taking our you know you're not going to use my kids for what you want to use them for." Um, oh. so it was a really interesting concept, and also what he did made the was partially the reason why the G League now increased their salary because what he was offering was like way more than. How does he children. have it?
0: I mean, he, I don't know. Big like, What um, did he, well, he played basketball? Nah, he was no. A no. Oh, ball player. who is this guy?
3: <laughs> no, he did play basketball, but he averaged like two. He was not like some but great. I'm pretty
1: sure he player. played football as his main sport. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Know. Who is LaVar Ball? <laughs> yeah. Well,
3: let's Google Big Baller brand. We're giving him a. No. Yeah. Oh, oh, wow. cut that out. We're not playing that. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, he, he made his money some way and, and figured it out. Oh, well. Wow.
0: And that's a wrap. If you liked what you heard, please rate us. Also, ensure you've subscribed on YouTube so you can put some faces to some names and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Anderson Street TV. Until next time.